0: We used to think we had it all figured out with one daughter. Then we had three more. This is... What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Dodd Pod, the Daddy of Daughters podcast. This is episode six. Uh, I got my good friend Anthony DeBologna, a.k.a. Debo, coming on. Uh, We're talking music. He's got a brand new single out. It's called The Hard Truth. It's fucking fire. So if you guys have the opportunity to click that link below, I have everything linked up to his YouTube We tackle everything from music, growing up, maturity, mental health. It's really the topic for this episode. So if you guys take nothing from it, uh, other than we love you, we support you. Mental health is not, uh, not something that you should be alone in a fight with. Um, yeah. So with that being said, hope you guys enjoy the podcast with Debo and, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Love you. Bye.
1: Debo. <laughs> What's going on, Mike? What's up, bro? Chilling, brother. How you doing?
0: <laughs> fucking busy. Busy, busy, busy. Forgot Daddy life? What's that? Daddy life? Dude, It's fucking insane. Whoever <laughs> thought I'd have the four kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, life happens fast
0: yeah definitely not the direction life life was trying to uh go for me yeah but so dude there's no need to be nervous it's me i got you brother yeah <laughs> there's I, no nerves it's, it we're just bullshitting, having regular conversation everybody makes shit like this out to be like some big thing no i
1: hear you yeah have you ever have you ever done like Anything music wise on your podcast?
0: No, which is so which. Get, is like, why branch, I want to branch out. Oh yeah, dude! I just wanted to start doing because uh, you heard it. You heard? Did you listen to any of them? Any of the other episodes?
1: I I like tried the, the one, and then I got caught up. So like, not like
0: entirely. No. Yeah. All right, well, like the guy that I had doing it with the guy named Mo. Uh... His name is Keith Labadee. Um, Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Yeah, his his name is Keith. And like, he works at a school as a counselor. And he's like, my my boss came up to me and was like, so I heard you have a podcast. I was like, yeah. That's what you wanted, right? The exposure and shit like that. People know about it. He's like, no, man, I can lose my job. I was like, "That's the whole point of doing this, stupid." So he's like, "I gotta step away from it." I was like, "Dude, you did two episodes. That's weird." Mm -hmm. So I was, I was like, "Whatever." So tell me, tell me a little bit about what you got going on, because I know, I know, I haven't been, we haven't been like in contact a lot, but like you know, watching from Facebook or whatever. Like, are we, are we live right now? No, 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 no. I this is this isn't live at all. all right. This, this um, is this is gonna come out in like two days, so I'm gonna be like editing it. But yeah. I'm gonna like, I I just I'm just catching up as a friend right now, just seeing what the fuck you got going on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I uh, I bought a house in Bethlehem
1: mm-hmm. with my with my fiance. Um, yeah, and yeah, then, so
0: you got married and
1: like that whole. I yeah, got married and divorced in a matter of six months, dude.
0: Yeah, that's, I didn't want to say anything because, like I said, I, it's your situation. I'm not <laughs> that guy nah. to like dive into people's shit. Never have been, never will be.
1: Nah, life happens, man. Uh, yeah, it was a reality check, you know. Yeah, but it was uh, it was for the best. Uh,
0: looking back on it now, for sure. Yeah, that's good. I'm sure it did a mind fuck on you. I mean, that quick to turn everything around. Oh yeah, dude. I was a, uh, I was in
1: a bad place for about a year. Mm. But then, I don't know. I got healthy. I lost a That's lot good. of weight. And uh, I don't know. I guess I just matured.
0: That's good. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm still a, a child still at heart. Yeah. Yeah, it's still a man child. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm so fucking proud you're still doing the music thing and just hey, having like, given up on it and just, you know, just fucking around in the bedroom like I do every once yeah. in a
2: while. Yeah,
0: yeah, I still love doing it, man. That's why it's great. It's great that you're talking about it, too. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to, like, I'll I, like if there's shit that you don't want me to like, like air at any time, just be like, hey, man, just. Don't, don't talk. I don't want to talk about this. You that's know, just fine. Make sure you edit it out. I'll, I'll be, and I'll send you a, uh, like a preview of everything beforehand, before I even release it. Cause I don't want to put anything out there, you know, that'll implicate your life. You know? Yeah. No, that's fine. We'll, uh, yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm like pretty how, open. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Me too. And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's like the mental health issue shit is something I, I wanted to really talk about with you. Cause. You know we've known each other for fucking what 20 years at least you know and you know i feel comfortable talking about it you know especially you know with people that i've known forever that struggle with the same shit so depending on how far you're willing to go i'll go into the fucking deep into the paint you know yeah i mean i think
1: i'll as long as it comes organically like i said like
0: I'll, I'll talk about whatever. I just don't want it to be forced. Yeah. You know well, I, mean? I was gonna talk about like a lot of the inspiration for like the music, the hard hitting shit that you're starting to tackle in your music.
1: Yeah. No. And then you
0: can do some deep dives into that and like, like kind kind of like that. Like, like I'll ask questions, but I mean, yeah, catching up and shit like that. <laughs> How the music has evolved from I'm a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. No, <laughs> you know? I'll
1: uh, just yeah, just take the lead and you know I'll follow. Suit. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, yeah, I'll uh, yeah, so I'll just do the the intro bit, um, and then uh, intro, and then we'll just kind of take it from there. Sounds good, brother. I uh oh shit, what's the name of the new song? Uh, the hard truth. The hard truth. That's right. I knew it was the truth. I just didn't know it was the hard truth. All right. Yeah. So the hard truth is the name of the new, the new. Uh, what do we call it? Single. Or? Yeah, single. I'm. Okay. I'm gonna work on the EP. Okay, and you're working on the EP now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So I'll do that right now, and then uh, I'll lead you into it, and then we'll just kind of just flow from there. Sounds good, brother. All right. All right. One, three. Two, one, and A- Anthony DeBolonia the Fourth. Don't abbreviate it, my man Debo. What's <laughs> up, bud?
1: What's up, brother? I can't believe you remember that line,
0: <laughs> dude. I remember the most obscure things from every phase of my life, and like that's all I do. It, 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 I just quote the most random things, like from what? When... <laughs> Go ahead. It's crazy because I have a really good memory, and I I forgot about that line until you said it. Listen, that entire group therapy album, and then stuff after that. You know, once I made my uh, our collaborative music debut from way back in the day, I, I've been I've been close following very closely your music career. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> and my stalled music career, yeah, yeah, dude. Those those are the days. Uh, but. Fun fact, just going to put this out to the world. I did collaborate on a few songs, and they were some of my finest work. And I still show off to my current dad friends. Bro, that song, Lost Your Focus, is timeless. But the past is the past, so I'm on my new shit. That first day of school shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Tim. Oh, man. How's he doing? I have not talked to Tim in a minute.
1: Tim Tim is doing very good. Uh, he works a lot. He's a hard-working man. 12-hour shifts.
0: Oh, Smizzle. Oh, oh yeah. Smizzle. But, yeah. So, Devo, bro. You're fucking hitting the hard stuff with your new shit, man. That is the new single, uh, The Hard Truth, is probably one of the most deep songs I've heard in a minute. And the fact that I know you, man, man. It's phenomenal.
1: I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Dude, yeah. I,
0: I, I... Like, I... I know that, you know, we we I deal with my own mental health stuff and the fact that you're addressing it like in your music and you're such... Like, we've known each other for at least, what, 20, 25 years since, you know, high school. Yeah. Wow, that makes me feel old, but you're right. Bro, t- <laughs> like, my wife was just talking about the high school reunion like our high school reunion like 20 year 20 20- is 2023 i graduated in high school in 2003 i'm like loki looking forward to it
1: <laughs> <laughs> i graduated 'o six. i can't believe. wow time
0: flies yeah bro everything hurts
1: yeah i know man 35 is rough i can't imagine Seven. 38 or you're 38
0: i'm assuming right i'm 37 37 okay. I, I i yeah Dude, i just hit my late 30s this year i'm officially in my late 30s it's oof,
1: <sighs> oof.
0: like going from mid 30s to late 30s sucks
1: yeah well i'm like gonna, i start the process now so yeah
0: you're you're you still you're still you're pup you i've always considered you like a kid cuz you've been 2 to 3 years younger than me. Yeah, not here, bro. <laughs> Ever since the Red Rockets teenage dirtbag days. Yeah, the good old days. Oh man. But yeah, with that like like talking about like how we've come so far, but t- tell me a little bit about what you've been doing musically since like we you know, did our collaborative music, which I'll put in the links below if anybody wants to hear. I'm going to make sure everybody has access to the new New single, which is fucking epic, by the way. Thank um, you, man. Yeah. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about why you wanted to address, like, the mental health stuff. Like, why now, instead of just doing some of the stuff that we, you know, have done in the past?
1: I don't know. I'd say over the past, like, I don't know. I've always had anxiety and, you know, just certain issues. And uh, I wrote a song called Mind Wars last year. And, Mm -hmm. uh, it just, it basically touched on mental health and it was just like my way to vent. Like, it was like, it was therapeutic in a way. It was like, all right, some people have the gym, you know, Mm -hmm. to deal with, to deal with their issues. Some people, you know, whatever they do, they can, some people have a hobby or a vice. And, uh, I found, excuse me, that when I wrote mind wars, it like, it helped me so much. Like all the things that were bothering me <laughs> or, uh, you know, that were just like, it felt like a black cloud. And then once I wrote that song, it kind of went away. And I just feel being like truthful and like honest and like, cause like some people think it's all like shock value. Right. It's not, it's not because like everything I'm saying is like pure truth, but I just feel like a lot of people are afraid to say it like, right. You know. Do you
0: think that kind of comes from the friend circle that we grew up with where like, you know, you know, we've always been part of the friend group that always stood around in a circle and talked shit. And, you know, from that kind of, you know, atmosphere, uh, you know, give you like performance anxiety to like even want to try to attempt to do something creative and independent, because that's what I found. That's why I never really pursued my music stuff. Like, cause you know, the, like I'm semi-talented, like, and, but you, I'm not in your league, you know, I'm, but I've uh, always you, had kind of you like can, anxiety. You, you can stuff. sing
1: Mike. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can sing, but like, as far as the other stuff goes, you and Tim, like you guys, I've always held you to such a higher regard cause you were doing your independent music thing from the beginning. So like, I guess, always like envied like you guys because you followed your creative passions and I always respected you guys for that and I didn't know that you guys struggled with like like that until I heard your music and you know I never talked to anybody about my mental health because like I've been through some shit too like I'm sure you have too but like oh man you guys held me together with your sense of normalcy growing up you know (laughs) like seeing you guys like quote unquote normal lifestyles like i was always saw though the guy has had something going on you know and like just hearing like about this that other people were dealing with this like kind of psychotic like not psychotic but like um like the same things inside their head i mean it's comforting you know in fact knowing that my friends are dealing with this too you know
1: because like so, that
0: yeah so S- since you like brought that up like
1: everything's coming like full full circle with me now so like ever since me and tim started rapping as like a group like d sign yeah d sign um shout out to tim once again but yeah. <laughs> uh as when we when we were, we were younger like tim was like ahead of his time and like he was so good not was but tim like he was just so good even at like 18 19 20 years old like yeah. and like I think I was okay, but I think it took me. I think I was a late bloomer with the music a little bit because I think over the past like maybe five to ten years I came into my own. Yeah, and I feel like now I hit the ground running. Like I found my niche, and it's coming with this like being truthful and not just rapping about like money, cars, and girls and everything. I'm saying is a hundred percent true, and I'm going through it and. Mm I'm even getting messages from people like saying, "Like I'm glad I'm not alone," and it's like, "Right, oh, this is amazing." Like, um, I don't, people, it makes me feel like I'm helping in right. some sort of way. Even I don't know, but it's mostly for me, like selfishly. But then when I realize it helps others as well, right, it's like the best feeling ever.
0: Yeah, I've been. You know, it wasn't up until my uh, oldest daughter got diagnosed with ADHD where I even thought to, you no. know, look into my own like mental health and right. stuff like that. But, you know, and then getting, you know, understanding that I do have adult ADHD and with all the trauma, you know, I've had in my life, you know, my eye accident, my dad dying when I was 16 and then my motorcycle accident, right. you know, and then, you know surprise having (laughs) a child (laughs) you know when we were I was fresh off that motorcycle accident so it's like my whole life has been one extreme or the other it's either been you know some sort of recovery trauma you know something like that it's like it wasn't up until these past couple years like I said with my daughter like she's you know she's got her own stuff I and she everyone says she's a clone of me so like I started doing a deep dive on myself and it's like, okay, I'm a, you know, I, I'm still not dealing with all the trauma in my life, and like I found that, you know, my stand up comedy and the podcast that we're doing now is like, you know what? Just pursue your creative, you know, stuff. It's like, you know, I've always been good at bullshitting with the boys. You know how how many conversations have we had until you know three, four, five in the morning, you know, when we were younger? Like, that's yeah. all we did, like talking shit with the boys. It's therapeutic. And the fact that you're able to also harness it and, you know, turn it into music is still, I've always held, like I said, held you and Tim, because you guys were always together making music. Do you think that helped having like a partner in crime, like that was creatively on the same wavelength as you?
1: It wasn't even the same wavelength. Tim was more creative back then, for sure. Um, it, It was great having him. Cause it always gave me like a, it was so challenging to keep up. I mean, it sucks now because like, he's so busy and like he has other priorities right now and I'm eventually like he'll make his comeback. But like, yeah, I mean, um, I think it's, I mean, I don't know. It just, it took me a while to, like I said,
0: get belief
1: Yeah, exactly. And now like, yeah. I'm super confident in my craft, man. Like I really am. Yeah. And now what I'm, what I'm talking about in the music, like, yeah, I'm so like happy on the route I'm taking. Like, I think I found my niche. Like, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Discussing your, your mental health as an adult, you know, and transcribing that, how your family makes you feel, you know, it's, yeah. And you've like the past three or four singles that you've done. You know they've really tackled, you know, some shit. And but I, I felt like you love doing a collaboration too. Like because um, the you've always loved someone to do the hook for you, and you know come and you kind of like feed off of that energy for the like for the vibe of a song. Like good is that is that kind of like always been your 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 kind of niche as far as like creatively. Like when, so. <laughs> a, a big I, part a big part of that it, like there are a lot of them they have features so i'm like i got to ask debo
1: i got to shout out my my sister karina Sulin. I, uh cuz she's been on a lot of my singles recently and uh and at phenomenal first,
0: voice by the way i will uh, we're going to put a link to her uh her stuff as well
1: below yeah for sure um but the first song i had her on was was whiskey and yeah. i and i wrote the hook and unfortunately i've been smoking cigarettes for like 20 plus years and i i don't don't got the i can't hit the notes man (laughs) so uh i sent her over the lyrics and uh she sent me like a rough draft and i was like oh this is it we put that out that song hit the ground running it was like a major success locally and then um we did like three four more after that and we became like we got we have great chemistry and i don't know she's amazing she uh she makes the song shine, man. Yeah, she did.
0: I, I love uh what was it? Catfish.
1: Yeah, catfish was the one before this one. Yeah. That was a couple months ago.
0: Yeah, catfish. Yeah, catfish. Like, I was like, oh shit. Like I like I don't know the truth or the meaning or everything behind your songs, but I was like, God damn, Debo's going hard again. And like <laughs> this, this. I was like, it's so great to hear this shit. But I was like, I felt so bad because I saw like I I I know like some of the things that you had going on because you know we we've been like Facebook friendly for the past like ever because like I said our lives were just in two different directions I was you know firing off kids <laughs> and you're trying and, and you're 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 kind of dealing with you know you know your stuff You're I didn't want to like intercede but uh, like I've always been supportive I was like living vicariously through my friends right. You know, but, like, with the music, like, Catfish, I was, like, I, I heard it. And I was, like, oh, damn. I was, like, have you, like, well, give, give me the meaning behind Catfish, too. Because that, that one, have you ever been catfished in real life? So, no, I haven't been catfished. But, like, that song is basically just
1: saying, like, you have to get to know somebody. Like, you can't just, like, look at something for face value. Like, you right. have to, like, you know, you got to read the book. you got, like, it's not... It's not not just the cover um because eventually like someone they're not who they you know said they were or like after you get to know somebody it's like wow you're not the person i first met or you know and a lot of people have dealt with that when you first meet somebody like think about it like you play it cool you're not being your true self you're you know (laughs) yeah you're the cool version of yourself so like Eventually you have to be you though. Like like your guard drops and that's when you show your true colors and like people have to see the worst side of you to get to know you. And I don't know. I like I just took that as a form of catfish. Like I'm sure I've catfished people before because they get an opinion on me or think I'm somebody. But once they
0: really get to know me, that's yeah. who I really am. It's like they're like, understanding a version of you, not the real you. Correct. Or, and vice versa. It like with that like even with that song it's like is that like referring to uh your marriage? It's no. Like a... it,
1: that okay. song it wasn't it wasn't directed at my uh at my at my first marriage. It was it right. was more okay. along the lines of like kind of speaking for everybody. Like I've had conversations with my buddies or you know even even women and they're like, "Oh, that person that dude wasn't who I thought he was or Right. My buddies have been through a lot and they're like, oh, she wasn't who I thought she was. And it was just like, all right. And like, I've been through it too. And like, right, you know, it wasn't just with that one situation. It was just more of a general topic I wanted to speak on. Um, Right. Oh, no. Know, that one wasn't super like personal. It was more of like just the, uh, gen- you know what I mean? Like in general.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Specifically or, or generally specific. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, or vaguely and I, specific.
1: And I just felt like there wasn't a lot of like songs with that kind of content, so I thought it'd be cool to tackle that. And uh, I don't know, I thought it was, I thought we did a pretty good job
0: on it. Oh yeah, the song is amazing. Like all you, like I said, I've always, I might be biased because <laughs> I've always been supportive of like my friends, but guys, you've always put out genuinely good, hard hitting shit. I've Thank like. You. It's come a long way from filming The Jerk in my garage.
1: Yeah. I mean...
0: <laughs> Listen, I, the I'm a jerk I, video. The picture, like the video will forever be haunted in the back of my mind.
1: <laughs> bro, that was our... Let's paint that, the picture. We got to paint
0: the picture for the fans because right, this is not ahead. video. I, I'm going to try and find a screenshot for for the, the episode, like web image. But... <laughs> all right. So, in the, me in the background standing in my garage that is a complete fucking utter mess disaster (laughs) we were in the middle of a like garage remodel and d valentin come in and they're like yo man he's like you want to be in a music video i was like fuck yeah let's do it dude
1: mike i don't want to cut you off but i want to let everyone know that was our first time shooting a visual ever that was our first music video ever
0: well, it definitely showed it in the finished product. <laughs> yes, for sure. So our production was phenomenal. I don't remember whose car it was in the driveway, but in we're inside of my garage, and someone's dr- in my driveway with the high beams facing in and flashing them while we're playing the jerk in the background. And I've got a, something about Mary Wig, a cut off like, 80s T-shirt. My it was zebra... a D-Sign T-shirt, though. Oh, it was a D-Sign T-shirt. Yes, it was an 80s <laughs> It was like a 80s uh like tie-dye print cut off at the like across the chest. Yeah. Leopard skin pants and I was dumping dog food on myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. My Good sister fun. wanted to know
0: how much drugs were on. Shout out Kimber. <laughs> Shout out Mindy. My mom was like these fucking assholes. What the fuck's the matter with you? Michael, your friends are not right.
1: Shout out to Mindy for letting letting us do that in the garage,
0: bro. She puts <laughs> up with so much. I even told it like the, I that's why I started doing the episode mom rants. I'm gonna have my mom read a a fairy tale like story time, like gotcha. you know how Samuel Jackson has the go the fuck to sleep. Yeah, that's I'm gonna get one with my mom for sure.
1: It'd be perfect.
0: they would be perfect. I'm gonna make millions. I was like my mother better agree to this. If not, I'm just gonna film her anyway and post it online. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, dude. But the jerk video. All right. So we had me in a like something about Maywig. Uh
1: We goes? had Fer- Ferraro. I think was in chopping.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about chop. Yeah, man. Those were the. Oh my god. Those are the days when we were just drinking a beer ball a night. Or two. Yeah, and yeah, it was bad, man. It was bad. <laughs> our our twenties were like early twenties was,
1: ooh, hard hitting. They were fun though
0: they were, they were fun. yeah <laughs> i mean we for being a bunch of like low down I, that's another thing like how are you dealing with like i always say like i got out of like hometown but like i'm finding myself always you know i can't i can't get away from you guys you know it's like i love you guys more than like everything but it's like i'm a different version of myself and i'm starting to like i i really want to like get back to my roots and be like hey guys <laughs> You know, I miss you guys so much more than anything cuz I live in North Carolina and you guys are still up in PA. It's like but it's like it's like fuck I got out and like I keep hearing horror stories about the fucking area. It's like how is that like but, I, mean, I mean you got I'm you not... got out to Bethlehem. I mean, you're not in
1: Yeah, I'm I'm in Bethlehem. I uh I don't know. I guess I kind of put the past behind me with everything. Mm-hmm. I uh I don't know. And kind of at and pace it, with it, things it, now it, or it, like yeah for sure cuz like and it's so weird cuz i used to be so nostalgic about like memories and everything and like now like it's weird i have like these like time slots in my mind and ever since like 2016 till now is like mm-hmm. in the same same slot and right. i'm just like kind of living in that in that slot right now and i try not to like look back much Right,
0: um, you're right. It's like looking at it like my life, like a history book.
1: Right, right. And yeah. uh, I don't know.
0: I just uh... that's cool to look at it that way, though. I mean, like if you're able to break it up, like on a timeline, but like this is my whole period.
1: Dude. Yeah, you yeah, know, they, sure. they,
0: this one mm-hmm. I was locked down in some stupid phase. You know, I was locked in by the coochie. Yeah, it was like I, this is uh... my bad decision <laughs> phase. You know, you know, aka yeah. from fucking two thousand seven to two thousand <laughs> fuck yeah those were just like the get drunk and blackout days but that I, was uh, also when we made the finest music like you and Pops oh your mom shout out Roxy and shout out Pops yes for sure yo they put up with so much
1: yeah I don't I don't know how they dealt with me and or why <laughs> <laughs>
0: why they are so fucking tolerant <laughs> yeah and your your dad was probably like that's that, that's what, you know, all my buddies, I always envied, you know, because my dad, like – you guys never really knew my dad. You saw him as, like, a grumpy uh, – you never met my dad. But, like, the guys, no, like, all the fellas – Timmy did. Like, he's he, – Tim is the same age as my sister. So, like, he – like, Tim kind of knew my dad anyway. And, like, he was, like, sick, overweight. But, like, I always – envied you guys because like you had good you know good relationships with your dads and like I never had that you know like my dad died like my dad was sick for the last like year of his life and like that like that did a fucking number on me because like everyone like it wasn't up until this past year I realized that I was seriously like psychologically stunted to still be that same you know misguided like 16 year old adolescent kid with like no guidance you know yeah but i mean you know but but just seeing it it from my perspective like you guys are were able to have have that relationship like i've always been like not jealous but like oh man i never understood it till i became a dad
1: well i was gonna bring that up it's like not like a silver lining but like i'm sure like your past makes you like that much better of a dad and I'm sure you're, like, super, super close and try to have these moments with, you know, mm. the kids.
0: Yeah, like, when people, like, and the fact that, you know, the past, like, the beginning of the pandemic, I I changed professions like a fucking genius because I, I was, like, everybody's starting to, like, you know, get COVID and da-da-da-da-da, and I was, like, perfect time to get into life insurance. <laughs>
2: there you I go. Was like,
0: I was, like, rationally thinking. I was, like, all right, perfect time to get life insurance you've got all these licenses fucking apply it and you know you know now now I do podcasts there you go man <laughs> <laughs> but like with, with that like like it forced me to mature you know like i i like i'm look, looking back at it, it's like i like maturing and I, I i i always you know reading material and like inspirational quotes and shit like that it's like When people, parents say, it's like, oh, I'll die for my kids. It's like, no, motherfucker, you have to live for them. I was like, coming from someone who's had a parent, you know, die when they needed them the most. Yeah, you got to live for your kids, man. But and then, like, people don't realize that shit now. They're taking shit for granted.
1: No, I hear you, man.
0: Yeah, like I, like most people, like. I, I know that you've always like, you know, valued your relationship with your parents. I know you guys have always been close, but you've also been like an only child. Do you think yeah, that do you think would, that has kind of like sheltered you, coddled you? Or, like I don't know. We're from a different era though.
1: It I don't think it sheltered me. I it's it's I don't know. I'm so close with my like my parents, like Yeah. yeah. It like my dad's like, you know, my best friend, my mom too. Like I'm still so close with them and like yeah. If I had a brother or sister, I I don't know if if it would be the same. And then, like, growing up, I always, like, said, oh, I wanted a brother. I wanted a brother. But, like, in hindsight, like, I had a lot of brothers, man. Like, I was always with my friends anyway. And I looked at everybody like brothers anyway. So, like, I still, you know what I mean? I still see Tim all the time. I still see, like, and that's, like, my brother for life. Like, I feel like me and Tim are blood. Like, yeah.
0: So, it was, like, you can't, like, with you two, it was always, you know, you two together, like, and, you know, I had, you know, Nigro, my best, like, my best friend, like, he was my boy, you know, yeah. like, like, you had, you had Tim, I had, I had Chris, you know, shout yeah. out Nigro. <laughs>
1: yeah, I haven't seen Nigro in years, man.
0: I d- you know, and I just came up uh, to PA for some training for work and I saw the guys and they were all pissed off at me. Cause remember that performance anxiety thing that I was talking about earlier. Right. I started doing standup and this, that, and the other thing. And uh, I, like, you know, uh, remember Kyle Mocha. Yes. Yeah. Kyle Mocha was uh host, you know, working, uh, doing a, a comedy standup and, uh, and he asked if I was in town and I, you know, last minute I was like, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to tell my friends. I was like, I don't want them to come see me because I don't want to be heckled, you know, cause that's the type of mentality. My friends, like, I think our friends are, we're still the immature assholes that we were when we were in our early twenties. Right. So I didn't tell them and they found out like the day after, cause I posted about it and they're like, dude, what the fuck? It was like, you know, we're going to support you. I was like, like, like even remember when you were doing your music thing? I was like, Oh yeah. It was like, we didn't fucking heckle you then. Did we? I was like, no, yeah, you're right. So like I need to get out of my own fucking head. <laughs> you know, like if they're truly in your corner, they'll be in your corner, you know? And you know, I never really had someone that can like push me creatively like that.
1: Yeah. No, I I hear you, man. I uh I don't know, I never was afraid of my friends really when it when it came to that. Like, yeah, like mm mm. When we talk about, like, the old days and who we we hung out with and stuff, like, yeah, we all hung out together, but, like, you guys were still more of a clique, and I was kind of Tim's friend hanging out. I was still friends. Like, me and you got close, and, uh, like, you became, like, you know, my friend. But, like, for a certain period of time, I was just kind of the tag-along to Tim with that group. Right. So, like, I was never, like, really afraid of any, like, backlash or anything yeah um, and I don't know, me and Tim just kind of made each other better, I guess, um, but like I have a lot of people now, like that I've met over the past couple of years in Bethlehem that are like lifelong friends already, like
0: right, people that going through these these trenches in this battle that you're you know yeah like, you're like and like super
1: supportive, man, super supportive, like yeah. it's crazy, like all like. Not all, like I don't want to make it sound like there's like a lot, but like a lot of like the love I get is Bethlehem based now. Like it's not like a there's not much from home.
0: And like no, right. I don't because like first of all, I don't think there any there's nobody left from home. <laughs> like <laughs> right. Like I don't consider like, you know, living like on the mountain, like I, I know that's always gonna be home, but you know what I mean? Like home is more the people, like being surrounded by wherever the general clique is still together. Right. I feel like that's still going to be home no matter what. Like, where we grew up is still going to be home. Like, I just mean, like, within, like, an hour. And a- like, anywhere in Pennsylvania, anywhere that we've traveled to go drink on a, like, nightly basis within that general hour to two hour, ratio, like, radius. Yeah. I consider that, like, home area.
1: Yeah, me too. Like. Bro, when, but... when I go back to see my parents, it's like, it's a ghost town, man. It's, oh uh, my god, it's it's really scary. Yeah, I uh, I remember like my first year going back, and I would see like, you know, like you know everybody. I would see yeah. like, you know, I'd give Daps to everybody at the bar. Yeah. I would know. I went back, me and uh, me and my fiance Chelsea stopped at my place for a beer. I
0: knew nobody in the bar.
1: Um, oh man, dude, yeah. my
0: place. That's when I I blew a hundred thousand dollars in. Five months after my motorcycle accident, partying Jesus. in that bar. I, You're, you're welcome, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking paid off the mortgage on the goddamn mo- my place in this five months. Smartest thing he ever did was put that ATM at the front of my stupid drunk ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know what? Plus however much money he made in the fees.
1: <laughs> yeah, like 4 dollars <laughs> each time. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> It was so bad, those days were wild, some of it, you know i'm I'm just waiting for the statute of limitations where I can actually talk about this public publicly some of the stupid shit that we had done growing up, yeah, me and Tim talk about it all the time, oh my God,
1: and it's crazy because <laughs> like i uh I go see my cousin play at liberties on the um football team yeah, yeah and and uh
0: shout out Liberty football
1: <laughs> yeah I see. <laughs> I hear these kids talking and I'll look at like, I'll look at Chelsea and I'm like, do they realize how they sound? And then in my head, I'm like, (laughs) I sounded, but like, I know I sounded the same way. I know I was talking the, the stupidest shit ever or, you know, doing the stupidest shit ever. Oh my God. Like too." So I try not to judge because I know I was in there. Like I was there.
0: (laughs) Dude, I was, I was sitting at Hickory Tavern after golf one day with my buddy we're sitting at like the high back you know the high back bar stools and like a group of fucking lacrosse bros sits down like three three tables down they're like yeah bro it's like mad backup like no cap mad backup Mad baca this chick was fucking vibing no cap yeah yeah bro i dude my daughter my 12 year old daughter is trying to teach me lingo my wife who's a sixth grade teacher is like i can't communicate with these fucking kids yeah. And like like everybody's but, a bro bro but like I it, I'm like
1: Well we had we had <laughs> slang too, man. We did. We had just different slang. We were yeah.
0: talking Yeah. Like, yeah, we also went to school with like our school was very like high school was very diverse. So I feel that we had a, a an upbringing <laughs> that was very different cuz that was a lot of different lifestyles coming together and our slang was a lot different than this cauldron fucking bullshit that they're dealing with today yeah i mean i would agree i mean our slang is not you know we're not supposed to have it <laughs> you know it doesn't make sense anymore let's just put it that way most slang doesn't make sense and then it's, it's very it, regional.
1: It, it usually dies out after a while, and then yeah. you know, new words come, and yeah, and, and then I don't know.
0: <clears throat> oh, yeah, I mean, especially from like I like, I'm like, based, I'm basically sober now. Like, when I came back up to visit, everybody's like, hey man, let's go to the bar, have a beer. I was like, all right, cool, I'll have like a drink. I was like, I don't drink to the point of like getting blackout drunk anymore because I. My body wakes up at five thirty in the morning, no matter what. Now and like and I the hangovers can't... are real, dude. <laughs> it's not a it's a it, it's not even like a a, an, a day, or a, it's, it's like, like a week. It really is. Yeah. Like I'll have like I'll have a beer with dinner. I'll ruin my night. Like <laughs> yeah, if it's like in
1: like sometimes I'll have like an IPA and it, like I have a headache the next morning. Oh God,
0: it, it's terrible. Like I I've graduated and I also stopped drinking energy drinks too. So that like oh, I'm addicted. <laughs> oh, dude! I was drinking up to I, like four or five bangs a day. I, I don't really do the bang. But I, I do uh I have a Red Bull every morning. Well, yeah, um, I mean that's eighty milligrams of
1: caffeine. I have, but I have like the twenty ounce. I have like the okay. the, big, the big boy.
0: Okay, hundred fifty, right? So hundred fifty. So like I would basically drink ten of what you were drinking a day. Jesus and still sleep like a fucking baby at night. I'm sure, like, I'm going to have, like, like, heart disease at some point, which is why I stopped, you know, taking all the time Because my dad died when I was, He was 44, so... Wow. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's insane. But, yeah, that brings me back to what I was talking about, like, the mind fuck thing of, like, where, you know, I've dealt with trauma, and, you know, I never really understood. It's like, you guys have it so fucking easy... But like, no, never you're really, absolutely right. You know, like you guys, like really, everybody. You know, I come off like such an insensitive fucking asshole a lot of the times because you know, you know, with my ADHD, it's like you know, I'm gonna throw in my two cents because that's how I'll relate to you guys. But sure. like, but knowing that, you know, you a lot of people had it a lot easier and they complain about a lot more. You know. So like I've come to realize and like, cause I'm
1: uh, at a point I was very, I wasn't sensitive at all. And like, I don't know. I would never put myself in other people's shoes, but like, you don't know how someone's feeling inside like ever. Like some people have the same pain, like the same feel like the same pain when they spill a glass of milk to like real, real trauma. Like, it's just the way they're built. Like, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. never, like I had a great upbringing. I have great parents and mm. like I always had like a little bit of anxiety and I've always been like, um, um, I'm blanking right now. Um, just very hyper and, uh, I don't know, like
0: I'm trying to think right now. I'm just... No, you're fine. Yeah. But when you, when you say like, you, like, do you think that I'm, I've, I've always been a little
1: uptight is what, I've, what, was, okay. what I was trying to say. Um But I would say like, yeah, once my divorce hit, I started, like I said, I got in a real dark place. Yeah. And then I don't know. Ever like... since, ever since then I, uh and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm in a really good place right now, and um
0: no, but I mean you're doing your like you're you, like you said that that's what helps with do you go to therapy
1: no, do i don't do you... um in two thousand sixteen i did mm-hmm. um I talked to a few people um but like I'm stubborn man sometimes like i would ask Same. <laughs> i would i would ask like. The therapist, if they've been through some something similar, and if they haven't, in my mind, like I don't care what degree you have, like you you can't tell me how to feel if you've never been through it. So like I I would never speak on like your situation because like I don't know how that feels, brother. Like I don't, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't even say I hear you, like because I don't. Like I don't right. know how what that pain's like. Right. So like I can only speak on like my pain, like or you know what i'm going through yeah. and like a lot a lot of it's like family based um and like a lot of it comes from like myself
0: too like i've had like a lot of self-hate um are you like do you suffer with like i know you like anxiety we talked a little bit about anxiety but like have you like like with depression also like
1: yeah like yeah. is that never, do you,
0: they go hand in hand usually but yeah
1: yeah i've had i've had my dark moments and like I don't know. There was a lot of, like, medications um, I was prescribed and tried. I was in and out on a lot. Um, this was, like, early 2016. Right, right. And then I kind of went, like, nothing for a very long time.
0: See, I've and, never like, taken any medication like that. Like, so I, like I've, I've heard they, would like, make you a shell of, yeah, like, who you are. I, I felt like a zombie for a while, and
1: uh, I didn't like it. Like, I I wasn't me I I wasn't hyper or I wasn't just uptight aunt like me and my girl go hand in hand because I'm like super like like I'm super me and she's like very like easygoing and like let it flow so like we kind of check each other like if I like I still get to work an hour and a half early like and she gets there five minutes right before it starts right you know, like, sometimes she's like hey relax and then sometimes I'm like listen we have to go we have to do this mm-hmm. so we kind of help each other it's like yin and yang <clears throat> but yeah now occasionally I'm still prescribed a uh, prazolam, which I talk about
0: in mm-hmm. the, yeah. the song yeah that's, a, that's, why, that's why I brought it back to like the medication and stuff I've never done medications I've, I've always thought you know I'm smart enough to where I can talk myself through this and I was a psych minor in college so it's like I have a little bit of education on it right so it's like all right all right all right dumbass talk yourself through this figure this shit out on your own you know just kind of do it that way and it was bad for a minute until yeah. I started to get like professional help but I didn't go to you know the extreme of I probably should have, you know, gotten some sort of medication to deal with my issues. But, you know, I never really wanted to, you know, take pills again after, you know, my stint, after my motorcycle accident where I was just, you know, partying. Where I was was blowing all that money, just not giving a fuck. You know, I don't want (laughs) to go down that road because I was abusing basically everything. Yeah, I know. You know, so I've always been kind of scared to go down that route. But like, like, so with that, like, I I don't want to like restrict like my creative juices, you know. <laughs> do you feel like taking medication like that has kind of restricted you, like, or?
1: No, I don't, cause like I don't I don't abuse it. It's more of <sighs> take when needed. Um, and
0: do you get panic attacks?
1: No, not recently. Um, I haven't had an anxiety attack in a while I just go in these like
0: I don't know I, I don't know you, how you to go, explain I,
1: it I just go in these dark
0: places man you go really like you really do a deep dive of what's pissing you off you go into your shell this is what I do anyway I sit in my office turn on my playstation and I'll play FIFA and just think and think and think and think and then I'll come out of it usually like half hour later I was like you know like soccer, you know. Even though I can't physically play it all the time now because I'm getting old as fuck, like that has always been my outlet, you know, escape from reality. Right. So, do you think music is your escape from reality, where you're just kind of letting your shit flow?
1: Yeah, now for sure. Um, last year, I I was in a dark spot for right a long time, about six months, without um I got a promotion at my job and uh, they put me on night shift. Oof. and and the night shift just like ruined me man like i was and me too i was a. Uh,
0: i've done a night I shift had, for 18 had, months oh yeah You're I turned into rage. a zombie yeah
1: um i don't know things out like i was talking to chelsea off all my mm. parents i just mood swings uh, mm. anxiety attacks everything and, I, and like even like suicidal thoughts <clears throat> and like i would never Say, I was suicidal. It was just like the thought of it, which scared me. <laughs> but I was like, right. like, you said smart enough. I knew I would never ever do anything and like harm myself, right? Um, but the thought of it was like, damn, man, I'm in like that dark of a spot, hence why I wrote Mind Wars. Damn. And that's what kind of broke this, like, this ceiling that was there. And I don't know, I feel like. I want to keep touching on this subject in my music, like I'm like I, I'm going to do an EP. It's going to be called Thirty Five and Down, and Ooh. the uh, the hard truth is the intro to it. So like right away, like I'm touching on
0: this. So like buckle up, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. I'm I'm excited and like I'm I'm along for the ride. And any way I can help out, man. You know, I'd love to be, you know, part of, you know, helping you out anyway going forward. Both. I appreciate that. And uh, not I would just like to say this. Uh, I would I got a question for you. Like, is my contract with D sign Records still still intact? Because I have not received a fucking residual check. It, it was I have not it, received a fuck in that it's subway. Lifetime. It's lifetime. Brother. It's lifetime. Yes. Lifetime contract. It's lifetime. You mean Harry sitting in the subway. In Marshall's Creek, we made a blood oath. (laughs) There you go. We made a blood oath because we all had we're all shitting plastic diarrhea shards after eating that fucking subway. That sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Yeah, that was awful. Oh, but dude, I I really appreciate you coming on and talking about this shit, man. I I really do, and I'm super proud of you, man.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, and
0: you know, hearing you know that everybody you know is a lot like me, dealing with a lot of the same, same shit. It's you know, it's selfish. Like you were talking before, it's comforting knowing I'm not alone. But how you deal with your shit is your shit. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, everyone,
0: you know, everyone
1: has. This their- is my
0: therapy. Like music is yours. I love it. And yeah. Like I'm super I, proud of you, man. Not to like quote myself, but I
1: like I literally love the line. As like, ha- I said, we're all—I know we—I know we're all having mind wars, but this is my way to vent. I hope you find yours, right? And like, I was speaking the truth. I hope everyone finds a way to get over their mind wars. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. that's what they are, man. <laughs> Everyone's got their demons.
0: Yeah, and they—they're they're all fighting battles that we know nothing about, and it's like. You know, I, this is my way, this is my therapy. And like, you have always been, you've always preached this in your music, trying to heal some sort of you Like yeah. th- as of lately, rather than just trying to remember chasing, you know, lost your focus, not going <laughs> to, not going to, not, not going to plug, plug the old stuff, but like even plug it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the old stuff, like like the one that we worked on. Remember, I was in a dark place, music like in my life, like right after my motorcycle accident. Like doing music with you and you and Tim, that whole album. Like you know, I, you know, fresh off of you know having my life turned upside down, which yeah. I talked about last episode. You know, and you guys were there. You, you know, even though I was in a dark place, you know, like physically yeah, and, and you, my, like you we wore a pretty good them. mask. Yeah, I mean, like- I. You held really it back did. from us, at least you know, yeah, like I and you guys helped like doing the music it like kind of gave me like drive and not fall into those demons as much, right. like and you know i I think Amber was just pregnant with Remy at the time, and like we were doing the music thing, and I was bartending, you know, and so like late nights were already you know there. And you guys are, that's when you guys were recording. And I was like, you know what? I was doing the the music thing for then too. And so it was just like perfect timing, you know, trying to keep myself busy, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And so I wouldn't slip into those dark places, you know, I'll forever be grateful to you and you and Tim for letting me, you know, work on that stuff. Cause like, I was in a deep, dark place. They had me on suicide watch for a minute. Nobody knew that. No, I've, Finding out right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they had me on suicide watch because I was such a high level athlete. Uh and having that, you know, my life basically ripped out from under me, no all pun intended. You know, um they were like this kid's probably like but I was reading, you know, the books, the psychology books, so there was like a eighty five percent chance that I was supposed to kill myself.
1: Yeah, I remember you saying yeah. like I remember you saying like it was like it was yeah, definitely oh, yeah. a blessing.
0: Oh yeah. It's the the greatest blessing. You know, I talk a lot of shit about my family cuz they're easy targets and you know that's my way of showing them that I love them. You know, that's the that's the that's how we grew up. Talk if you don't talk shit about someone you don't love them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I I did a lot of that recently in, in Yeah, in small. your music. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I How many people did you piss off? <sighs> a lot man <laughs>
1: it's oh, yeah. uh it's it's crazy too because like but i talk i talk down on myself too you know what i mean it's not just i'm not pointing fingers i'm talking about us as a whole
0: family you know right
1: right right it's like we're all screwed up like it's just
0: <clears throat> how we're choosing to deal with deal yeah. with you know control i've i started like you know, TikTok is a blessing and a curse. Like I've been reading a lot of the inspirational bullshit that pops up on my algorithm, thanks, you know, shout out to you know Russian spies. So <laughs> or, or shout out China. <laughs> but yeah. like shit like that, it's like you know, it hits my algorithm right. I get you know, with the stuff it's like stop with this pity party bullshit, nobody cares. You know, they care but they don't. You no, know? you're right. Like one of my best friends uh, that I like, and my college roommate, he's going through it. Like he's uh, he's got colon cancer, and like he was, like I was on my way to his house when I got in my motorcycle accident, you know. And like, and now he's going through colon cancer. Shout out, Chris. Love you, man. Um, Damn. Shout
1: out, Chris, for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah,
0: I mean, and he's going through it. And I was like, and you're talking, like, he's. He's done everything right. Yeah. You know, like, he doesn't deserve this shit. It's like... It's like, he's done everything right, and, you know, I've been a piece of shit basically my entire life, and I'm given this blessing. You know? Like... Well, so
1: he gets a nice blessing, too.
0: Yeah, like, it. but what I'm saying is, like, life isn't fair. Everybody's dealing with their own shit, and when you think about it, it's like, we're all alone in our battles. You know? And you know, the fact that you're talking about this musically is, is really eye-opening. You know, open, you know, pe- I do you feel that, like, also, like, that's why it's so hard for me to talk about, like, shit normally with, like, mental health, is because, like, the atmosphere that we grew up in, like, such tough as nails. Like, we're like, Halloween and driving around our communities, breaking shit pipes so people's septic tanks backed up in their homes. Like, that's the kind of, like, people we were growing up. You know, like, so we've done Terrible shit, you know. And I, you know, I'm very surprised at like how much stuff has gone right. All things considered, you know, like it's how life it, works, man. It's I mean, fuck, like it's weird I, chaos. I think you're being super
1: hard on yourself. Like, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I,
0: that's my thing. It's like I'm
1: hypercritical. No, yeah, I, I get that. I just. When you say like a super piece of shit, <laughs> like that's not that's not true at all. Like mm. you you're still a good person, dude. Mm. It's yeah. not like you've like, you know, like really crossed somebody or done like some terrible, terrible shit. Like, yeah, yeah. like you would have done some like mischief and <laughs> questionable you know, shit, yeah. Commit committed a crime or two, but it's just like that doesn't make or break who you are.
0: Yeah. It doesn't you know make what I mean yeah. I've always, like, thought of myself as, like, a derelict. So, like, everything else is just kind of, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Way back when, sitting on my back porch, like, is probably some of the happiest, most fun times of my life. Where we had zero cares in the world other than that moment. And I'm starting to realize, like, as an adult, (laughs) it's like those moments, you know, you know we live for those moments so we can tell the stories around your kids like you know timmy's taco shack and like you know hey like the random conversation like the random bs
1: oh those were were, great oh my
0: gosh and the fact that (laughs) those were some of like the funniest conversations you know yeah yeah you know timmy you know it was like remember when we do the like the javelin oh my god yeah i was in the dance hall oh my god yeah (laughs) it's like yeah you know you know Carl, you know carl's husband
1: yeah what? me and tim still do it occasionally like we'll do it to like random people and oh my like, what the fuck are they talking about man? i
0: did i did that shit the other day like uh i was i, I was at uh taking up my daughter uh from school right and I, like and i wanted to just get out of this conversation i was like whose cat died and Who's like what? And they're like, and they're like, what? I was like, what teapot? And they're like, what the fuck is the matter with you? And they're like, I'll forever.
1: Yeah, my uh, my main line is I have a goldfish, <laughs> and then it just uh, it just goes left. I have a goldfish, and they're like, what? But like, no. you have to say like at a you know it's super random. Like you're you're talking about like a certain oh, yeah. subject, and you're like, oh, by the way, I like I have a goldfish. And they're like, what does that have
0: to do with anything? Oh my god! It, it's t- that's one of the perks of having ADHD and just being super creative. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, that's my superpower. There you go. Yeah, but my like my, my six year old, well, no my eight year old. She was six at the time. We went we went out to the store and she just says random shit. Like it's like that. Like I was, so she draws me inspiration. But we went. Uh, I I like I was at Food Line, which is our uh, our grocery store down here. So I walk up, I'm checking out. And this is back when we were all wearing masks. And I hear ladies like, let me see the ID. And I was like, I'm 36. And slam my ID against the glass. And she goes, my wife is just looking at me. She's standing next to me. She's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. I was like, here's my ID. She's like, she did not ask you for your ID. She told you that the, (laughs) she was telling you the total. I was like, I am going to (laughs) hell. (laughs) <laughs> like Jeez. I I like this lady this little old lady was just so embarrassed she was like like uh, what then she was looking at me so confused but I was like now I now I get it my kids I was like they say the most random shit I was like I'm 36 and just slammed the shit oh my god it was so bad I'm I'm so embarrassing wait till you are you planning on having kids
1: Yeah Is that on the picture I, Yeah it's in the picture man it's just it's just scary I'm Oh yeah she uh yeah. yeah we're we're talking it's just it's just scary, man it's a uh,
0: and we're like we're on a
1: clock now, like, and I didn't realize like you don't realize when you're getting older,
0: you're just like i mean if if I would have known I would have had a kid at thirty <laughs> like around that time because <laughs> like, I can control that yeah yeah i i never i i, I never plan on mm-hmm. being a dad, that was such a mind fuck. Like, it's always been, like, a complete shock. Like, you know Saldo's going to come in with a fucking banger. It's like, you never know. Like, there's always fucking something random. My life is like a goddamn movie. It really is. I, I remember, I forget who told me, but I, it might
1: have been you. I don't know. It might have been Sim. I don't know. But I remember, like, the conversation. Yeah, like, Saldo's going to be a dad. And it was just like, wait, what?
0: What the fuck? It's like you, it's like
1: I think you told me. I think we were playing like Scrabble in your kitchen, bro. Like if because
0: we were Yo, playing. Yo, those yeah, Scrabble battles. I still uh, won't play Scrabble with my wife because she beat me on the word zeniths. Z e n i t h s. Like fuck you, that's not a word. Yeah. Or if honey, you buy, I hope it, you If you to buy this. two zeniths. Yeah, that's like, what she bought. Like she's TV. like. Yeah, she did, I was like, it's not a real fucking word, babe. Zenith is, is a brand of a TV. And then she, this is this is how old we are. She goes and gets my fucking dictionary from my bedroom and goes, it's right there. It's like the top of a mountain. I was like, fuck you. There's no S. There's, it's plural. She's like, multiple Zeniths. I was like, fuck you. I hate you. I was like, so since then, we've not it. played Scrabble. Bro,
1: we have smartphones. She grabbed the dictionary. This was 2008. Oh, oh, okay.
0: I thought this was like recent. No, now it's just like, hey Google, hey Siri, Alexa, yeah. you bitch.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Do you do you have an Alexa in your house?
1: No, I have Siri.
0: I have uh the um, the, the, the Apple. HomePod. Oh my god. Yeah, I have the HomePod. Yeah, dude, I got the Alexa, and we my kids changed the name for it, so <laughs> I've been yelling at Alexa for the past like thirteen hours. For it not to work, she, they changed it to like like Steve Buscemi <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. My twelve year old's a fucking she's she's hey, mad. Steve she, Buscemi Yeah, that's what <laughs> Oh, I'm using that, bro. I'm definitely yeah. using that. That's well that's incredible. Well, they did it like six months ago, uh, and they changed it to Yo Loomis. <laughs> so instead of <laughs> I love your kids. Yeah, instead of uh, just saying Alexa, turn on the home lights, it was Yo Loomis, turn on the lights.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Yeah, my daughter like, and then, but what sucks is like I'll be like, they have maybe... your sense of humor. Oh, they're they're such little shits. They really are. It's great, dude. Like, the, my my three year old like I posted the video today. Like I, where the kids were all like trying on Halloween costumes. And I put on a red wig from, like, my Mad Hatter costume from, like, way back when I still was able to go out and do shit with my life. I put on that shit, and I was like, oh, I look like my mom. And then I was was like, okay, asshole, you're just like your father. (laughs) And I was talking to my eight-year-old, and then my three-year-old, or my four-year-old out of nowhere goes, I licked daddy's butt. Oh, wow. She just walked up (laughs) and licked my ass cheek. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, this is my fucking life, bro. Uh, I'm sure you're you enjoying. It. <laughs> like, yeah, I God. love telling the stories of how fucked up my kids are. It's like that's my legacy. <laughs> that's my legacy. Yeah. Just tell them fucked up stories to embarrass my kids. Of course. I'm I can like low key. I'm kind. I kind of like the fact that I that it that I had daughters because I, I I don't think I'd be able to handle a son like. What's gonna top the antics that that I did?
1: You'd be surprised.
0: That's what I'm scared of. That's why I'm so thankful because <laughs> like girls think about things before they act usually, and we just yeah. it's like hey, let's let's go j- let, let let's decide to go you know <laughs> jump off the roof.
1: Yeah, let's just drink in the mud
0: zone and pass oh. out. Oh my god, the mud zone. Oh, that that was a that was. That was that was when a uh, nudie boy,
1: yeah, and I chugged like nudie. six beers. I chugged six beers out of a molded can or something. <laughs> like it was, I, I don't know how I'm still alive from those nights. Like I don't. Yeah, but, and <laughs> your parents,
0: and your parents, God bless our parents. Yeah, and they were, like, <laughs> yeah, I had God fun, bless. I guess. It's like it's like you okay? It's like yeah. As you're cracking a beer at the fucking breakfast table at seven thirty in the morning, it's yeah. fucking cakes and eggs, mom. Let's fuck a party.
1: Yeah, man. It your was mom a... was
0: also our bartender. Yeah, that's true. Like, like your mom unknowingly facilitated half of our stupid antics.
1: This is very true. I never thought of it like that.
0: Yeah, I was like your, but do you think like by having your mom. Like, you know, she was, you know, let me get this, let me get this out of here. Your mom did not condone drinking and driving. She was very responsible, did her job, made sure no one, like, left the parking lot, you know, intoxicated behind the wheel. But right. we were fucking ninjas. And we were, I, I, I was wasn't. a piece of shit. I, I'm not going to lie. I drove home drunk many, many times. I, bro, I'm 35 years old and I've still... I never drank and drive. Good on you. Good yeah. on you. I and I'm, not,
1: and I'm not just saying that because run a podcast. I'm dead serious. That's like I'm one not gonna. Comp-
0: I, I don't will never have, lie. I don't even that have I sympathy
1: drink. for people that get DUIs. I don't. I Me just either. You have a choice, bro.
0: Oh yeah, and like I said, <laughs> I did not give a fuck about my life. You know, I just like you know what. you are also like happen, you were it. also like 90 seconds away from that yeah. car. FR. <laughs> Well, do, do you remember when Wig fucking drove his car? Like, he was less than a half mile from his house and drove through somebody's lawn and ripped off, the, like, the face, like, half of his face. And I drove him to the hospital. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, th- like, it doesn't take much, you know? Nah, no, you know, I know. You know, and especially where we lived on all the back roads, it's like, how many stupid decisions? I'm surprised there weren't more uh, vehicular deaths in, in our 20s, to be honest. You know, because we were just out of control. You know, some of the kids, like my daughters, like they they'll never know, like that when we grew up, because there was no social media to document all this shit.
1: I'm kind of glad there wasn't. I like it. Me like, too. I like it in my memory and like I don't yeah. know.
0: It it gives it like this age, like a uh like a tinge of like mysteriousness where like. Are they full of shit? Is that is that story like really true? Until you like, it's like, like no, let me call you. I gotta call my boy. fucking yeah. verify it, bro. Fuck the good,
1: but the the good part is like when I tell like my girl like a lot of the stories, and like Tim will be like, yep. or even my parents will be like, yup. And she'll be like, holy shit! And yeah. she's my age. <laughs> yeah, she's like what the fuck were you guys doing? And I'm like, I- honestly, I don't know. <laughs> right? What was the point of that? Yeah
0: it's like there was no reasoning for like like i still like people like when i go when i came back to visit someone like came up and started talking to me and i you know i was like wow i have really changed (laughs) i was like i really changed they're like yeah what kind of you what kind of beer and whiskey do you want i was like wow you still remember my drink order wow wow, I made that much of an impact on, like, your life when you remember it. Holy shit. Yeah. I was, like, I was that much, like, you know, I was that far off the deep end. But, like, you'll understand, like, I know you said you're, like, trying to, like, you, you know, kids are on the table. It's a complete game changer. Like, I'm sure, like, you talk to, like, your parents about it like that. But it's a complete game changer for everything like your perspective will change, you know, especially our age and the way you're, you know, tackling life, you know, you know, doing that deep dive introspectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's great. I'm really excited for it. Cause like, I don't want to be my number one priority anymore. Right? right. I'd rather focus it on, you know, kids. It's just scary, man. Like it's scary scary financially it's scary in the yeah. world we the world we live in today um oh
0: yeah
1: and like you know just self-doubt too man like
0: like well you always have to be yeah.
1: no i know that but like <laughs> i just sometimes i everybody has some sort of self-doubt sometimes i look in the mirror i'm like will i be a good father you know what i mean or yeah you know, things like that. A lot of things. Like, I'm a deep, deep thinker and an overthinker, man. So, like, Same. sometimes I talk myself out of things I should be doing or talk myself into things I shouldn't be. So, it's just, like, right. Well, I, sometimes I need to stop thinking so much. And that's yeah. what, you know, Chelsea's good for because she,
0: like, don't, you know, don't think about it too much. Just think yeah. about it a little bit. Make your choice. Yeah. See, and I, like, that was one of the – my biggest thing is the ADHD paralysis. Do you All know right. what that is? I don't. So the ADHD paralysis is like you ever like you walk into a room and you're like or like you're when suddenly your your whole world is void of responsibility, like for me it's like my family like leaves for the day. Right? Okay. So sometimes You know, if I if I don't go through my routine in the morning, like I I find myself slipping off track of this ADHD paralysis, where like I'll there's so much things that I can be doing, I do none of it. Okay. So like I'll sit down and I'll just putz around on my phone, and where I have 95 different tasks, I you know should be doing. Like I have a list. It's like I'll get to it after this. I'll get to it after this. I'll get to it after this. Uh, I still have 15 minutes where I can get this done. You know, certain things like that. If I put them off like that, like I'm not trying to put them off, but my mind won't let my body take action. So that's been really hard to like overcome, you know, and that, you know, it's like, well, and then I then I get pissed about, you know, not getting things done. And then it's like fucking never ending spiral. And then I get anxious about, you know, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, my mind is a fucking whirlwind, and I'm so glad, like, you talk about the fucked upness of your own mind. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's funny you said that. Like, it's not, I mean, it's a little bit similar, but like, you know, I said, I have to, I said before, Yeah, I have to get to work an hour and a half prior, but like, if I don't, like, it kind of messes up my routine, and like, and I'm kind of miserable for the rest of the day. I don't go in, like, a hole, like, you and not do anything, but like, it kind of ruins my day. If right. I, like, if if my routine is, I'm talking. If I don't have my Red Bull, if I don't get to work early, or if, you know, whatever it is, <clears throat> if I don't have my cigarette at the right time, smoking Bogues. Yeah, unfortunately, man. But like, uh, yeah, it's just it's my only vice, basically. Yeah. And uh, but if I don't, if anything goes wrong, it kind of ruins
0: my day, and I'm trying to break that. Yeah. Like, with me, if, like, like my body is going to wake me up in the morning, like, I have to wake up, take a shit, go work out, get my coffee, get my family out the door, and then get my shower. Like, there you that, go. like I have to do my routine. If I don't do my morning routine, my whole day is fucked. Yeah. Like, it, like, like, I won't put on, like, and if I don't put on shoes to get, like, even though I work from home, I have to put on shoes. Because if I find I'm wearing sandals, my day has gone to shit. Like, like my flip, like I'm a big flip flop guy,
1: <laughs> always been, always. Bro, will but be I kind of hear that. Like, I feel yeah. like I
0: feel like when you put on shoes, you feel more productive, <laughs> right? Well, we also grew, grew up in the era like, you know, you got your shoes on, you're gonna get fucked with, you're getting drawn on, and unless you take your shoes off, <laughs> then you're fair game. Like, then you're off the table. So it's like that. It's like oh, okay, that's a level of relaxation and anxiety, like down, like my my senses can be kind of lowered so like having the shoes like puts me on like high alert and like high activity it's like forcing me into action yeah no i hear that man yeah it's fucking isn't that that, that weird like the shit that i like i told you it's fucking deep dive my mind is weird no i don't find it weird man I.
1: (laughs) it makes sense to me it sounds logical
0: ah see maybe you got adhd
1: i don't even maybe i don't want to
0: find out if i do (laughs) let's go plug some adderalls and call it a day Yeah, I I don't want to find out if I do. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean it. It's weird, like because I started like uh, BetterHelp.com, not a sponsor, but um, I started with BetterHelp.com, and like after you know following a lot of other podcasts, and you know they started tackling like the hard hitting issues of like men's, you know, mental health because that has never been you know it's it's weird to think about now cuz like like the mental health thing was like never discussed like growing up with us nah and it
1: it makes me feel weak now because like right. i just feel like back then you just like sucked it up and right. you got through it and now i just feel like weaker you know what i mean
0: yeah like like it, it it's funny you say that because that's exactly how i felt you know when i before i you know talked to someone professionally about it it's like i always thought like go like going to therapy or psychologist a fucking pussy move bro I'm just fucking mad up you know like but that's just th-
1: the immaturity in the spectrum saying right
0: that, like, that's that's what i was gonna say the maturation of like my life it's like you're like you're able to do like a deep dive. It's like no, you know what? I'm gonna put me first, you know, on this. Like you have to, you have to, you know, like yourself before you can, you know, love yourself before you can love anything else. You know, it's so true. It's it's fucking weird to hear about that. It's like I'm big into like phil philosophy, like books now, and just like you know ripping apart like a one liner like that. Yeah. You know, I've I've been doing that. I find in like that's been really good for me because I, you know, overthink like just like you. But it's it's good to hear. It sucks that you know you're going through, going through like your your mental health struggles and shit like that. But I mean, you're not. I wouldn't say weaker. I I would say you're you're a fucking human.
1: I just it makes it especially when I do these songs. Let's to get back to that
0: yeah
1: um sometimes like my my fiance will say like she's she's very personal like she doesn't like her personal stuff being out there which is totally understandable but like i'm totally opposite i want to embrace it same and uh like i get where she's coming from and so we have our talks prior but because like when i do release a song like today like i've I got tons of messages, and a lot of them were just like, Oh, I love the song, blah, blah, blah. And like a lot of like positive feedback. But then I have like at least five, 10, 15 messages asking, Hey, are you okay? Right. And that's what like she gets concerned about, where she's like, People are going to think like you're like on Unstage. the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Or like unstable. Or even my mom says the same thing, or you know, my father, like they'll be like, When I showed them the song, it was. It was hard. My mom was in tears. My dad was like, What the fuck is going on? And like, I, they thought, I yeah, because I wanted to show them prior before releasing it. And, um, right. But I'm like, Hey, man, like, I just want to embrace it. Like, it's not just me, it's everybody. But most people are just not talking about it. Like, right. Just because I'm the only one speaking about my demons, everyone has them. Oh, like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just not afraid to talk about it. Right. Like, It's not just me, man. It's not just you. It's everybody has a
0: demon or two or five or whatever it is. Yeah. Like I I told you this morning, like you sent me the song last night. I told you I had it on repeat. And, you know, me like I'm a very passionate person. Like there's nobody will ever doubt my passion for, you know, being who I am. And I'm a very emotional guy dude I had a good cry listening to your song this morning like I'm not even bullshitting you like to fluff your ego because I know like it's about getting people to f- if you really feel it then everybody will want it but yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, it, like I, I cried because not so much your music it was more I your words and understood your shit and I understood my own shit and was able to to find like, the mesh of understand the things that you're going through and, you know, things in my life. Like it, relating to it. kind of Yeah, for sure. Like I'm a very, like I always, that that's how I, you know, find that's my way. I, I'm incapable of showing empathy, but that's how I do it in the related. I was going to say you, you empathize. Yeah. That's how I find empathy is like my doing a deep dive on myself. I know, I guess that's the meaning of being empathetic, but like, um, but you know, like, Using your your stuff as an example, like, and I do a deep dive on myself. It's like, it it, it's it's good to hear. I I should probably get back into music, (laughs) but I mean I've got. Yeah,
1: man, do it if you want to do it, dude.
0: Oh yeah, like (laughs) the only the and I realized, bro. Like,
1: I hate music now. Like, and it's not just like right. It's but it's not the genre. It's not. It's literally the fact that we have the ability to listen to anything like nothing's exclusive anymore nothing is like yeah. hard to get your hands on like everything's at the palm, palm Like hands, it's in our yeah. hands bro it's it, just
0: like i believe the proper word is saturated
1: yeah no yeah super saturated and like um yeah that's why i that, never that like, even yeah that even makes me like take a step back occasionally because like you know another I,
0: drop I, in the pan
1: yeah exactly but like but that's why like the content i'm doing right now i don't feel like there's many people doing it um right and like that's why i want to stick to it like i said before i think i found my niche like and uh, just i want to stick to this i mean not just like i guess dark emotional music but just like being truthful you know what i mean yeah i
0: mean that's you've dealt with a lot of intense struggle and and it's coming out yeah i mean and like when you say
1: that mate like to me i have but like to other people i might not have like they there's people out there that have been through way worse you yourself bro have been through way worse than i ever have yeah and like like even like in the song like i say like i don't like at the end i'm sure like i say to um at my darkest hour i remember my cousin told me to man up yeah. Like, and who am I to say something back when he's been through shit that I
0: can't even fathom? Like, right. So, like, your cousin's an inspirational dude, man. He, <laughs> I look, and when I'm like, ah, I'm going to be fucking lazy today, then I see one of his posts. I'm like, God damn it. I get up yeah. off my ass. I go do fucking 40 sit ups. Yeah. Dude's like, almost God. 50.
1: Yeah. Looks like he's 20 years old. He's fucking shredded. He's shredded. He's at the gym every day at 4.30 in the morning. And like, yeah. yeah sometimes I'm like, yeah. I have a bad day and I'm like, Oh, oh poor me. It's like, you know what I yeah, mean? Say it. Right. And, yeah. uh, yet he's been through like everything, man. And he's still like just getting up and getting after it with a positive mind, positive attitude. It's like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it like, it, but the fact that you're like, like, do you consider him more than a cousin? like yeah that's more like yeah i was gonna say he's like the guy you go to like when you can't go to your dad you know about certain things right he's like or like it's weird because like i have a relationship where
1: i can go to my dad about everything i don't because like the only reason why i don't is because i don't want him to worry right if i like i can go to my father for anything in this world but certain things i won't because of the worry factor i know there's certain like if that's the case, like I know I could talk to my like Tim or even Jay. I'll be like I can talk to them, and they're not gonna worry as a father, right? Like they're they're just gonna have a logical conversation with me, and you know whether it's
0: talk me through it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, being objective, yeah, in perspective is definitely definitely and something like, that you they're, value. Like,
1: they're still gonna be biased, but like not fatherly biased you know yeah
0: it's it's more of like the best intent yes you know they have it in mind but you know like being you know to reel it back in it's like who knows you better than you know yourself you know it's like and you're smart enough you know to where and you're like me and the fact is like you know like i can fucking you know tackle this shit it's like it's not that bad (laughs) you know and it's 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 not like that anymore But it's great that you have that, you know, that person that can kind of call you for your bullshit, you know, it's like, you know, call you out on it, like, because everybody needs to hear that, too. It's so weird, though, because, like, I don't, I don't
1: speak about, like, I hate to keep saying, like, demons, but, like, I, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, but, like, I don't talk about, like, being depressed or my anxiety or having demons, like, just it's only in my music I let it build I let it build and I let
0: it out and that's it like I try not to like that's your that's your five minutes of like crying and then nutting up and, yeah 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 but like that, also, that's the like, way I've always dealt with things
1: <laughs> I I always hate like the like the one upper or like whatever it is like I never like if someone's talking to me I'm not even if I've been through it I'm just gonna listen. Like, I'm just going to be like, whatever. And, yeah. I, and, like, my like they're not going to worry about my shit. They have their own shit to deal with. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So I try to keep it away. Like, I want to I keep my negative energy away
0: from you. Yeah. yeah. You know what See, I mean? And I fluff the day with my own self-deprecation. So it's like, what the fuck's the matter with me? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, maybe if I can bring light, you know, a bunch of the... You know, that, I don't know why I've always done it that way. The self-deprecations, like, if I wrote a book, I guarantee people would think, you know, like, everything... If I wrote an autobiography, like, verbatim, like, what happened in my life, people would think it's a movie. People would literally think it's a movie with the experiences that, that I've had, you know, and the way I've, you know, overcome, like... This, this, and this, and come so far behind. It's like so. It, it's, <laughs> write, write a script, make it reality. Oh fuck! Yeah, don't get me started. Like, I was like, I've th- I've thought about that. That's why I do my. That's why I do stand up in my podcast. Tell my story a little bit because I'm very long winded.
1: So, do you have yeah. any like? um I don't think I've ever seen like. Is there like video, like visuals of your stand up, like online or anything?
0: Um, I did. Uh, no, uh, not yet. Um, That's going to be coming. Because that, like, with the stand-up, like, I don't know if, you know, I'm ready to take that leap. I'm, you see, talking about, like, self-conscious and self-belief, you know, since I've, you know, I struggle with my self-image bad. (laughs) You know, I mean, I've got my eye, I've got my leg, you know, some, But I, that's why I never really pursued, like, my like, creative, like, music and stuff like that, or, like, even being on film or video. Like, I've always been, you know, super drawn and attracted to the creative creative arts in all aspects. But because of my eye, like, I have very much lacked that self-confidence because I was not visually perfect, you know? You don't show it, though. Like, you always came off super confident. It's a facade. Especially in yourself. Yeah, I have very very little self-belief until I'm thrust into the situation. Oh, it's it's really it's really weird. Like even when like in high school when I did the the talent show like and I sang Justin Timberlake on stage with zero preparation, just fucking went up and did it. Like the fact that, you know, I'm so self-conscious of my appearance that like everything else has to uh, even like this I'm like I won't leave the house unless everything's perfect because I don't want you know my flaws to be shown you know or I want to mask my flaws as much as possible I've always been like putting up like a, a shell I've always done that I can relate yeah like it. it's it like that that's like I used my eye like from my eye accident as an excuse a lot of the time, you know, for why I haven't pursued like my music or stuff like that. I always give people it's like, oh, I don't like being on stage in front of people. It's like bullshit you do. It's just, you know, you need to get over yourself and out of your head. It's not that big of an issue. Yeah. But that that's just my eye my, like one-eyed willy cyclops you know like like all the shit from back in the day like it it's my way of just dealing with it
1: yeah you always like embraced it
0: Uh, i had to you know because everyone else is going to make fun of me you know might as well do it myself you know if everybody if i'm you know if i
1: that that was very very rare uh like for a kid especially or even a teenager like yeah everyone had their like things they hated about themselves or whatever, but like no one embraced that like you did.
0: Well that's good to hear. Like knowing that like you guys saw it from a different perspective. I just thought, you know Well
1: I didn't back then. Like you
0: know, but yeah. like but now like Yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying that with the different generations we grew up in. It's like dude fucking one eye kid, his eyes all fucking weird <laughs> Yeah I never I don't know. I never give you shit for your eye. I know. Oh I know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah no no but you know you know what I'm saying? Like these are like also overthinking self-doubt because you know yeah, i also sure. realized growing up that like people don't think about you as much as you think about it, as as much as you think it's oh that's 100 like, facts bro yeah i i realized like because you're just sitting here thinking about it, like you'll sit here and harp on a 20 con- a second conversation for the rest of your day and it'll, sometimes you'll ruin your fucking day and then you wake that. up the next morning and it, it meant nothing right and it's like yeah. it's like then you bring it up. Like if you say something stupid, like like I said something stupid to my wife the other morning and it really pissed her off or so I thought, right? And then I was dwelling on it all day at work and just dreading the fact that I had to talk to my wife later on when she came home. And the, oh I made a joke, you know, on the last podcast. That's what it was. And she did not appreciate it. So I, <laughs> you know, so she comes home and I apologize and she goes, Oh, I I, I completely forgot about that. It's like I don't yeah. even care. She's like, it meant like nothing to me. I was like, oh, so I'm sitting here dreading about this shit all day. And that's what sucks. Like about Yeah, her. but it's it's actually like you want to find a silver lining, it's
1: a good thing that you care. Yeah. I mean, you care about her feelings and how she feels,
0: man. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess does that mean I'm maturing? For sure. What the fuck? <laughs> this sucks. Fuck that. <laughs> it sucks being sober. I was about to just say, fuck this and crack a beer as I drink my LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. But yeah, that's what my life has come to. But dude, it's fucking awesome to hear you're still doing your passions. I appreciate uh, that, man. I appreciate
1: you uh, reaching out and uh, you know having me on here too just to talk, man.
0: Yeah, I know you said before we got on that you were super nervous, but did nerves you know overcoming your fears and putting yourself out there is kind of what we do yeah i mean yeah for sure overcoming demons and stepping out of your comfort zone and uh, i I, you know you know i I think it i think it'll come across but uh yeah so before we wrap up man uh let's let's get uh you got your your socials let's let's plug your shit um and uh it's
1: it's just my name brother it's Anthony double L O N I A, And right. that's on everything. And right. on Twitter, it's just at uh, DeValonia
0: All right, awesome. And then uh, what we're going to do is uh, do you want me – are you cool with me dropping – dropping a link below do you want me to drop a link below or do you would be cool with me attaching the song to kind of put it at the end of the episode or what what are you cool with
1: attach definitely attach a part of the song if you yeah um,
0: I'll, yeah i'll put a yes. snippet of the song uh, yeah. right, and then right if right you want
1: um i'll send you the U- the youtube link and you can put that down yeah the for video, sure the, video.
0: the link will definitely be in the description below uh devo bro it's been great having you on man i miss you i love you man
1: Miss you, too. Love you, too, bro. Thank you so much for having me. All
0: right, dude. All right. All right, everybody. That's been this episode of the Dodd Pod. Peace.
1: Thanks again, Mike.
0: Awesome. Dude, Devo. That was great, man. Oh, yeah. Man, there's, like I said, I tried to make it super organic. I know it seems like we kind of backtracked a little bit. Like, between no, but that's, that's what made it organic.
1: We yeah. It. Oh. Yeah.
0: I mean, was there anything in there that was like kind of questionable?
1: Nah, you're good, bro. Okay, just, cool. Uh, I'll
0: I'll kind of snip it and make it flow really good. I'm kind of, I'll cut it down. I try to. I'm gonna try and keep them to about an hour. Uh, so fine. if there's anything that kind of comes across, it's like just the know, f- the one part where I was like and I couldn't figure out. the yeah, up- uptight. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll make sure I cut everything. Yeah, I mean, you heard a little bit of the episodes. Like, I'll, I'll cut it together, I'll make it sound good. Sounds good, brother. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I love. Lo- I'm gonna start doing this more often, but. Dude, if you ever want to collab, I've been, I've been putzing around doing, like, I live, it's all like country rock down here. It's fucking Zach Brown Band and Chris Stapleton. That's yeah, all I've been saying. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go do some beats. I'll send you some beats. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> fuck around with them. I'll also, if you ever want to have me on the pod again or whatever. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I want to make this, like, a regular thing. Like, I I just, I love, I just love talking to my friends. We, oh, it's one that we got to think of, uh, um. Uh, title for the pot for this episode you
1: could just call it the hard truth the hard truth yeah
0: (laughs) the hard truth yeah all right hard truth featuring anthony de bologna the fourth don't abbreviate it that yeah that was that was clutch i didn't even see that coming brother bro i told you i've been fucking binging your music all day (laughs) doing my research on my peoples not that i had to do much but yeah. it means it means
1: a lot like you fuck with it too you know what i mean
0: oh yeah dude i got it like that's the thing it's like my daughter do, do you hear like, my growth though dude you fucking we've both grown up a lot and it's great to hear yeah not I, I meant like musically oh you're dude musically dude you're different level from when yeah, I, you're that's way what, different that's what level I mean. from lost your focus
1: yeah that's what i mean like i just feel like i'm like a legit artist
0: <laughs> yeah like, dude it's fucking great like i'm th- like even with the podcast stuff it's like okay people see it as like you know i'm just being stupid you know recording you know making dick jokes on air you know but like, it's fun you know this is my way of like expressing myself and you know, I'm talking shit getting over things and it's fun for me you know it's, it's hell yeah bro it's fucking great i'm, I'm really fucking proud of you guys are like, I, I've legitimately, like, when I, when I went up there, like, I hung out with Sherman, Nigro, Herb, Drew, and Leon. Like, they were legit pissed when they heard about, like, my, uh, like, stand-up gig that I did with Kyle Mocha. Like, they're like, dude, what the fuck? It's like, why didn't you call us? I was like, because I'm fucking so neurotic that you guys are going to heckle me. Like, when I'm trying to do my thing, yeah. I don't want to fucking talk to you. I was, like, I, I was like, I'd rather you just come talk shit with me afterwards and just whatever. You know, go grab a bite, but bro, you know,
2: it's,
1: it's,
0: it's so. I hear you so much, bro. Like I said, I'm like I touched
1: on it a little on the pod, bro. I get more love from people that don't even know me than the people that fucking know me, right? Like, and it's like and it it shows their true colors, bro. Like you know, there some people are fucking true color is see through. Yeah, <laughs> like like,
0: <laughs> like
1: it's it's just like. I don't like. I I rarely get like my last video, bro. It got six thousand views, and yeah. I literally think none of them came from home. Like,
0: no, I get it, no
1: hometown love, and I like always repped Bushkill. Like, I like. Oh yeah, and I always not rep, but like,
0: I just well, I don't know. Like your I organic find... reach can only go so far. Yeah, it can only take you so far. That that's what I've learned. It's like the digital. I wouldn't say marketing, but like you just rely on the, the social spectrum and getting it out there. It's like your, your hometown can, can ground you in more ways than one. You know, the grounding yeah. can mean multiple things. It can either hold you back and ground you cause you know, you don't, you're afraid to fly, you know, but yeah, it's fucking great to hear you're still doing your thing. It's fucking really, I say, I wouldn't say like, confirming that I'm making the right choices in my life (laughs) but you know knowing that you know my creative friends and you know people that I consider family like you guys like you guys held me together in the fucking worst times of my life like you guys you know I I never even realized that dude (laughs) yeah because what did I like when everything was ripped from me what did I have you know like when I lost my dad who was there you guys when when I lost my professional soccer career, who was there? You guys. You yeah. know, so, like, you guys were literally there. I couldn't rely on my fucking mom and my sister. My sister's a fucking head case of her own. So, like, she she's not going to be one to help me. You know? It's yeah. like, you guys, you guys were my fucking saving grace. And I owe you guys everything, which is why I'll always, you know, you know, which is why I'm actually considering moving back to PA. Really? Like, yeah. Because uh, I work with Vinny Serio's company now. I mean, Vinny got me a job working with him, and I am work from home. Oh, nice. So, like, it gives me the opportunity to work from anywhere. And Amber is a teacher, so her fucking pay sucks down here. She makes 50K a year, 10th year teacher. So she gets fucking zero, zero, like, pay, you know, raises and... So, like, it's given us the opportunity, like, and all the signs are pointing back, and, you know, it's like we're starting to, you know, you know, we have always considered, you know, PA home anyway. Yeah. You know, even though we, like, all right, let's go back, let's go to Colorado, and it's like, oh, that fell through. That's obviously not on the cards right now. So, it's like, yeah. I would just say
1: take your time with that decision. It's a big decision.
0: Yeah. But we wouldn't move back to, like, East Stroudsburg. But, you know, we'd have to do it for the right reasons. Make sure, you know, my wife got a, you know, a good job, you know, and then the kids get into a good schools, areas. You know, it's a lot to consider, but I don't know. We'll see. I I just miss, like, our social friend network because we have nothing down here. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but... All right, man. Well, oh shit! It's one o'clock in the morning. I gotta get <laughs> Yeah, shit. Me too. I gotta wake up at five thirty. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> all, right, all right, brother. Well, uh, Thanks again. All right, I'm gonna throw this shit together. I'm gonna work on it tomorrow during work, and uh, I'll have it probably released for Wednesday. Sounds uh, good, brother. I'll send, yeah, I'll send you a preview once I'm done. All right, cool. Thank you. All right, all right, all right man. Love you, man. Later. All right,